0: It's Wednesday, y'all. All right, we're in Genesis 8. Now, God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters asphodeled, the fountains also of the deep, and the windows of heaven were stopped. And the rain from heaven was restrained. And the waters returned from off the earth continually. And after the end of the hundred and fifty days, the waters were abated. And the ark rested in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, upon the mountains of Ararat. And the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. And the tenth month on the first day of the month were the tops of the mountains seen. And it came to pass at the end of the forty days, Then Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made, and he sent forth a raven which went forth to and fro until the waters were dried up from off the earth. Now also he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters were abated from off the face to the ground. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her foot, and she returned unto him into the ark, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand, and he took her, and he pulled her in unto him into the ark. And he stayed yet another seven days. And again he sent forth from the dove out of the ark. And the dove came into him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So no one knew that the waters were abated from off the earth. And he stayed yet another seven days, and he sent forth the dove, which returned not again unto him any more. And it came to pass in the six hundredth and first year in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried up off from the earth. And Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked and behold, the face of the ground was dry. And in the second month on the seventh and the twentieth day of the month was the earth dried. God spake unto Noah, saying, Go forth out the ark thou and thy wife and thy sons and thy sons wives with thee. Bring forth with thee every living thing that is with thee, of all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that may breed abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful, and multiply upon the earth. And Noah went forth, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and whatsoever creepeth upon the earth, after their kinds, went forth out of the ark and Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar and the Lord smelled a sweet savour and the Lord said in his heart i will not again curse the ground any more for my man's sake for man's sake for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth neither will i again smite any more every living thing as i have done While the earth remaineth seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. Okay, now let's dig in a little bit deeper. And I just want you guys to know, this is not my own commentary when I read to you after I read the Bible. This is actually Matthew Henry's. And this was written way before my time. But he's pretty spot on, so I like to read it. I think he does a great job. So we did learn that God remembered Noah and he dried up the waters and that the ark rests on Ararat, Noah sends forth a raven and a dove, Noah's being commanded goes out of the ark and Noah offers sacrifice and then God promises to curse the earth no more. That's what we learned in a nutshell. Now let's dig a little bit deeper. The whole race of mankind, except Noah and his family, were now dead. So that God's remembering Noah was the return of his mercy to mankind, of whom he would not make a full end. The demands of divine justice had been answered by the ruin of sinners. God sent his wind to dry the earth and seal up the waters. The same hand that brings the desolation must bring the deliverance to that hand. Therefore, we must ever look. When afflictions have done the work which which they are sent, whether killing work or curing work, they will be taken away. As the earth was not drowned in a day, so it was not dried in a day. God usually works deliverance for his people gradually, that the day of small things may not be despised, nor the day of great things despaired of. Now the ark rested upon a mountain, whether it was directed by the wise and gracious providence of God that might rest the sooner, God has times and places of rest for his people after their tossing. And many times he provides for their seasonable and comfortable settlement without their own contrivance and quite beyond their own foresight. God has told Noah when the flood would come, Yet he did not give him an account by revelation at which times and by what steps it should go away. Now the knowledge of the former was necessary to his preparing the ark, but the knowledge of the latter would serve only to gratify curiosity, and concealing it from him would exercise his faith and patience. And then Noah sent forth a raven from the ark, which went flying about and feeding on the carcasses that floated. Noah then sent forth a dove, which, he retur- which returned the first time without good news. But the second time she brought an olive leaf in her bill, plucked off, plainly showing that trees, fruit trees began to appear above water. And then Noah sent forth the dove the second time, seven days after the first. And the third time was after seven days also, probably on the Sabbath day. Having kept the Sabbath with his little church, he expected a special blessings from heaven and inquired concerning them. The dove is an emblem of gracious soul that finding no solid peace of satisfaction in in this deluged, defiling world returns to Christ as to its ark, as to its Noah, its rest. The defiling world returns to Christ as to its ark, as to its Noah, its rest. The carnal heart, like the raven, takes up the world, And feeds on the carrion, it binds there. But return thou to my rest, O my soul, to thy Noah. So the world is. And as Noah put forth his hand and took the dove and pulled her to him into the ark, so Christ will save and help and welcome those that flee to him for rest. Remember that. God consults our benefit rather than our desires. He knows what is good for us, better than we do for ourselves. And how long it is fit our restraints should continue and, dis- and desired mercy should be delayed. We would go out of the ark before the ground is dried. And perhaps if the door is shut are ready to thrust off the covering and to climb some other way. But God's time of showing mercy is the best time. As Noah had commanded to go into the ark, so how tedious so his confinement there was, he would wait for a command to go out of it again. We must in all our ways acknowledge God and set him before us in all of our removals. Those only go under God's protection, who follows God's direction and submit to him. Noah was now gone out into a desolate world where one might have thought his first care would have been to build a house for himself. But he begins with an altar for God. He begins well, that begins with God. Though Noah's stock of cattle was small, And that saved a great care and pains, yet he did not grudge to serve God out of it. Serving God with our little is the way to make it more. We must never think that is wasted with which God is honored. The first thing done in the new world was an act of worship. We are now to express our thankfulness, not by burnt offerings, but by praise, devotions, and conversation. God is well pleased with what was done. But the burning flesh could no more please God than the blood of bulls and goats, except as typical of the sacrifice of Christ. And expressing Noah's humble faith and devotedness to God, the flood washed away the race of wicked men, but did not remove sin from man's nature. Who, being conceived and born in sin, thinks, devises, and loves wickedness, even from his youth? And that as much since the flood as before, but God graciously declared that he would never drown the world again. While the earth remains, and man upon it, there shall be a summer and a winter. It is plain that this earth is not to remain always, and all the works in it must shortly be burned up. But we look for new heavens and new earth, when all these things shall be dissolved. But as long as it does remain, God's providence will cause the course of times and seasons to go on, and makes each to know its place. And on this word we depend, that thus it shall be we see God's promises to the creatures made good and may infer that his promises to all believers shall be so. All right, so let's meditate on the word. So take a nice deep breath in through your nose and a long, slow release out your mouth. Take another nice deep breath in through your nose and a long, slow release out your mouth. And then once you do that one more time, just soften your shoulders, soften your jaw, just relax. Now, God remembered Noah and every living thing, right? So, He made a wind to pass over the earth. All right. So, I just want you to meditate on God remembered Noah. That's mercy. Alright, now, Noah sent an ark, uh, Noah sent a dove out of the ark three times. He also sent a raven, but the raven never came back. He sent the dove three times, and on the third time, the dove did not come back. So Noah knew that the waters were dried up, correct? And Noah, being obedient to God... Uh, God, Noah was so obedient. God spoke to Noah and he told him to leave the ark, right? God spoke to Noah, telling him to leave the ark and take him and his wives and his sons, his sons' wives, and all the creatures, right? So they could multiply the earth. So let's meditate on the fact that God spoke unto Noah, told him to go forth from the ark. And the fact that. Noah's obedience. All right. Now, the very first thing Noah did he built an altar unto the Lord and he worshipped the Lord. He did a burnt offering unto the Lord which is what they did back then. Burnt offerings which we don't do now but ours would definitely be praise and worship, right? He most people, the first thing they do is build a house or a shelter. He, first thing he did is worship the Lord. He built an altar. Let's meditate on that for a second. Just let that soak in. He built an altar unto the Lord. God, Noah is so... Oh, he's so... I don't even know the words. He's very obedient to God's word. He is very much living his life for God. That's that's remarkable. Let's just let that soak in for a second. Now also, the Lord said in His heart, "I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake. For the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, and neither will I again smite any more every living thing as I have done." All right. So the Lord promised that He would not flood the, the ground again. Right. So let's meditate on that. All right, I just want to thank you for meditating with me today on the Word. I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. And I hope to hear, hopefully, you guys are back here listening to me again on Friday. Have a beautiful and blessed day.